What's up, Dirty Benches? I'm JD. And I'm Patty Popcorn. And we are the host of the Old Dirty Benches podcast. If you came here to listen to two women shoot the shit and talk about stuff we are not qualified to talk about, then you're at the right podcast. On ODB, we talk about white-collar crime, which costs the country upwards of 300 to $600 billion every year. Unacceptable. White-collar crime is typically orchestrated by those in occupational positions with the opportunity to commit these crimes. These crimes include insider trading, fraud, tax evasion, bribery, price fixing, and of course, corruption. We will discuss real cases, related articles, podcasts, and documentaries, movies related to the crime. Occasionally, we may sprinkle a movie review in. Our theme song is performed by Good Co. You can find them on YouTube, and don't forget to like, subscribe, or leave us a review anywhere you stream your podcasts. So gives us a listen. What's up, White Gladys? Back again. Yes, old, dirty benches. <laughs> All right. Look at us saying it before we start off. Rambling, <laughs> rambling, rambling. Getting into our tangents. <laughs> we so Which often is our charm, do. I'd say. I, yeah, I think so. Our I don't know if anybody else agrees. Me, mm-hmm. <laughs> me as well. <laughs> Who cares about anyone else? Just the right. two of us. <laughs> All right. It's not white collar today. It isn't. It isn't. Fucking mind fuck. That's what. Yeah. This one's interesting. White Gladys, patty popcorn, Italian spaghetti, ice cream. (laughs) Pizza, pasta. Yeah. Actually said, hey, you need to watch this new documentary series that's out. And I I don't know if it's new, but it was new to me. It's newer. It is actually newer. I think it literally just dropped this June or May. Oh, okay. So it is new. Yeah. Like it just came out. Can I Um, just say though, uh, now that HBO Max is just Max, I don't really like it. I, so... Yeah. It seems very paramount peacocky now. Oh, really? We only. Which, no shade to them. I like both those things, but like, I don't see the point of this. Why? Did they merge or something? I don't know, dude. I don't know. Maybe. Figure it out. Because now there's like TV shows and stuff on there. Okay. So we were really confused because we tried to get on there to watch this documentary series, right? And, and it's like, oh, we don't have that anymore. Now you got to go to Max. Yeah. And then. And re-log in. Yes. And we were like super confused. We we're like, what is happening? <laughs> and then so <laughs> my spouse was like, well, I will look up the login information. So he goes and finds it and we log back in and we notice like there's the maxing, but I still was like, yeah, you know, now it's max. Yeah, I was like, it okay. It used to give you like this little message and like kind of guide you over. Now it's like, this isn't here anymore. <laughs> yeah. So then like when we were texting this last weekend, um, you were like, it's max now. And I was like, okay, so it did switch. Like, you know, yeah. I was like, what the just hell? Max. Yeah. Which, why, why isn't it just HBO? I don't know. I'm confused. Anyways, that's yes. neither here nor there. That's where you find it, though. Yes. So called. Yeah. The Curious Case of Natalia Grace. That is what the documentary Correct. series is called. And you can actually find this on both. Um, if you have the streaming flat platform Investigation Discovery Plus, it's also there. There's all these streaming. I know. I can't is keep up here? with it. Is it there? Yes. I'm like, is it Hulu? Is it Paramount? Is it Peacock? <laughs> Like, there's so many times I have to Google, like, where is this on? Yes. 
Find Which it. Google has done a good job about adding that tab, like how you can watch right. it or whatever. How can I see this? Yeah, it's so confusing now. There's so many, but. That sure is. So this is essentially like a six-hour documentary. Three-parter. That... Huh? Is it three parts? Uh, there's six episodes. Oh, really? So it's an hour? Uh, yes, I believe so. I think they're about an hour long. Um, and it explores a family saga. It's very I mean, bizarre. A story. Centered around the mystery of Natalia Grace, who is a six-year-old Ukrainian orphan who they believe, well, I should say, who has spinal dysplasia, which is like this rare congenital... It's dwarfism. Yeah. It's a type of dwarfism. Correct. So she's like a little person. Yeah, growth disorder, dwarfism. The Barnetts adopted uh, Natalia, and they actually claim that she is older. She was an adult. Correct. She was an adult at the time they adopted her. So they end up abandoning her at a certain point. Allegedly. Well... <laughs> The whole thing is so crazy. <laughs> so can I just say episode one, I was like, this show is crazy. What is going on? Yeah. It's... It had very orphan vibes. Did you see that movie? Oh, I never watched it, but I read a lot of people's comments about so the movie it, Orphan. It totally like gave me the orphan vibes. However, it is the way that the documentary portrayed the story yes yes definitely and that's how like any of these documentarians are but it was funny because it was father's day you know we had started watching this and um (laughs) happy father's day (laughs) which my spouse is always like down for whatever so one of the kids had called and they were like what are y'all gonna do and we start describing this documentary series that we're gonna watch and he's like it sounds like orphan and we were like yeah that's what some people have been saying yeah i i mean i've never actually Actually watched that horror movie but i've read up like on uh, different You're not summaries say anything it's whatever yeah i have to say first of all can i just say that dad what yeah that's what i was gonna say that guy was something else he i've never seen a dude be so emotive in my whole life <laughs> like it seemed not real do you agree? 100%. So, I was like, this guy is over the top. Like, what is going on? Yeah. So he would just start weeping at a moment's <laughs> notice, which, you know, that's fine. I'm not saying guys can oh, no, be no. emotive, but it just seemed not normal. It's fake. I believe yeah. it's fake. So I, I was wanna, afraid. He's full of shit. Uh, I want to mention a couple things. First, this podcast is done as a hobby. <laughs> Anything we say on here is basically our own opinions and perspectives, and it's based on <laughs> it's based on what we saw in the documentary series, as well as any news articles that we read or TikTok or, video. Uh, Maury Povich or whatever, Doctor Phil, <laughs> yeah, yeah Doctor Phil, <laughs> or TikTok video because that's where <laughs> why Gladys gets her information For real, from. I haven't seen anything on on TikTok um, about this, okay though. about this documentary full, series. Full. Okay. So while I do consider myself to be somewhat knowledgeable about deviant behavior, even I was scratching my head at this one. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't want to say like I'm an expert. So like this is just me watching what's being portrayed, you know, as far as shit. OK, yeah. So hold us to any standard. Correct. OK, this is like coffee talk. <laughs> Just imagine you're listening to us in a booth at a restaurant because who doesn't love that shit? I love that shit. Me too. I don't know who you're talking about, but I want to know. Yeah. And then I'm like looking at my spouse. I'm like, did you hear? Did you hear what they said? And he's like, what? Because he's totally not paying attention. And I'm like, oh, my God. Mine can barely hear. So. (laughs) 
Sorry. Sorry, Spass. Okay. I'm not. It's true. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so having said that, when we first started watching this series. Um, oh, are you going to talk shit now? Now that you've put your little yeah, safety net My safety yourself? net, yep. And and I do want to mention, too, some of this stuff, if you're going to watch this documentary series, it's going to be a little bit triggering. I found it to be triggering. For real. Well, um, it gets progressively more disturbing. That's for Oh, more. 100% as you make it through the episodes. Uh, Michael Barnett, I don't like him. From the moment he came on he the just screen. seemed disingenuous. Oh, 100%. He's the first one that they talk to, and he narrates most of the series. And he immediately starts calling Natalia sociopath, right? Um, there's a clip of him at the beginning, like, yelling and throwing what appears to be, like, a tantrum on a floor. And I thought that was... Later, I kind of thought that was some clever editing because I think what we end up discovering is that Michael's full of shit, um, in my opinion. Well, he was trying to sell his side of the story. Yeah, correct. But, you know, like they met with him over a period of years to do these different interviews. His story keeps changing. At first, he's making Natalia sound like this crazy monster person. And and then pretty soon his story changes. And uh, now his ex-wife is doing yeah as the villain she's doing all the abuse um so i i immediately did not get good vibes from him to your point a lot of his body language threw me off yeah Um, it just seemed off like weird yeah uh right out of the gate though so they start out with him talking about them adopting this little girl mm -hmm. she they already have three biological sons yeah they wanted a daughter they adopt this Ukrainian girl. Um, she's being like turned over by a different adoptive family, which what? Mm-hmm. Don't really know anything about it. Yep. The place that they adopt her from seemed like fucking sketchy, like in a strip mall. Well, according to him. We don't really right, know. According to him. Yeah. This is his again, version. this is mostly from his point of view. Yeah. Yep. So they get this girl who's supposed to be six when they take her home to give her a bath. She's got, like, full pubic hair. Okay, full stop right there. What? (laughs) What? (laughs) What the what? I don't believe any of this shit. I mean... I'll be honest with you. Wouldn't you right then go to the doctor and be like, this kid's older than six. However, I do know people that have had kids where they got their period at eight. Yes. Yes. That so, is definitely true. But to your but point. She was teeny. Yeah. Also. Oh, she was tiny. And then when you look at the pictures of when they first picked her up, she looks like a kid to me. Yeah. I don't see her as an adult. No. So, but yeah, like like you said, if you adopt a child and you're told this child is six, right? You know, with science and technology and stuff, we do know that kids are starting to um, mature, mature faster. Right, because of hormones. You know, or sooner. Yeah, because of the hormones and stuff. But yeah, like if I had been giving a child a bath that I just adopted and I'm thinking they're six and then I see pubic hair, I'm immediately making a doctor at, at our provider or appointment at our provider, right. our primary care provider. And being like, is that weird? Yeah, like it's weird, right? Yeah, like can we have a discussion? Like they said she was six. I just want to make sure, you know, yeah. like, you know, all these things. And like, then I would isn't that weird that she has pubes and she's six. And then like they find out or supposedly allegedly, I'm gonna say allegedly because I don't really believe their story, but they found like some period underwear. So she's like, Oh, I'm I also get my period. Okay, again. What? Yeah. 
Yeah, again, I don't believe any of this shit. <laughs> because <laughs> I mean, so let me point out at the beginning of the first episode, Michael basically starts bragging about all this material stuff, right? He's big house, married for 15 years. So great. Yep. I have a Lambo sitting out there in the parking lot, thousands of dollars in the bank. Uh, he's talking about how he the- was just very successful, everyone. Yeah, okay. I think he's a dick, but. <laughs> Their oldest son has Asperger's, mm. okay, which I found interesting. Which is now e- part of the autism spectrum. Yep. He's extremely smart, though. Like, I guess right. he was featured like, on 60 yeah. Minutes, which I was like, wow, okay. Like, he's one of those math geniuses. Yeah, because he gets, like, his bachelor's as a teenager and then goes on to do his master's. Right. Um, his wife, Christine, wrote a book, and, like, their oldest son, Jacob, actually gets an award from the Vatican. Today, like, Jacob, I guess, lives down in New Orleans. There's a point where he's visiting his father and they're interviewing him down in the basement. Um, but he's having difficulty verbalizing the time with his parents and Natalia. I kept wondering, though, like, why his dad even allowed him to be interviewed because he's clearly traumatized by the entire event. And um, I think he was trying to. Well, he's not. The dad isn't speaking to the other two kids. Yes. So this is kind of a way to back up his version. I think so too. But still, though, like a but so decent parent would not have allowed that. Well, you can just stop what you're saying. He clearly. Oh, 100 percent. But so they get this kid. She they think she's older, but like right out of the gate, they're like, oh, she's scamming us. Yeah. She's a sociopath. She's trying to kill us. What? Yeah. I, so. <laughs> it was kind of like not hodgepodgey, but kind of choppy the way they showed it because she had been adopted by another family that that part didn't really make sense to me. Why did they turn her back in? I mean, I feel horrible for this kid. Oh, yeah. Natalia, 100%, because I think she was, well, first off, of course, she was born in Ukraine, right? She Mm -hmm. gets sent to this orphanage and whatever program they have worked out with the United States, they bring her here to be adopted. Mm -hmm. And then, like you said, there's this first family that adopts her. But from what I understood, um, she needed a lot of surgeries, expensive surgeries. And it sounded like the first family had to pay for those surgeries to help her so that she could actually walk. Because at this point, it sounds like she couldn't. Okay. So they had to put like rods and stuff in her legs. Um, It looked excruciating to me. Yeah. And I, you know, I heard some numbers thrown around, like one surgery costs like upwards of $20,000. I thought that the mom said it was going to be like 100000 just to... Yeah, it's a lot of money that they were yeah. spending to try to correct her problem that she had this disorder, right? To make her more mobile. So I, I don't know, and I'm purely speculating. I have no idea, but I was kind of wondering if part of the reason why they wanted to um, offload her was because they didn't the want expense. to have to, yes, keep paying out these medical bills. they didn't bills. really clear that up, and then no. that kind of gave credence to the she's a sociopath, she was trying to do Yeah, which stuff. I think is a red herring, Total. honestly. Total. I, I think it is. I think that the medical bills became overwhelming for the first family, and they thought, well, maybe somebody else can take care of her. Right, so then why did these people start out being like and then she had these knives under our oh yeah bed. so let's talk about that because i That's find we're here yep 
Michael and Christine are very curious to me. I don't like either one of them. Well, it certainly goes downhill the more you watch. <laughs> yeah. That's for sure. What was interesting, though, right, is Christine has this daycare that she's running out of their house. And so, like, they've opened up this organization. Right, because they, like, specialize in autism. Yes. And so, like, they're helping these families that have kids who have autism and they're they're offering this service, right? And then, of course, they decide to adopt this child where Michael begins saying, like, she's a complete sociopath. She's trying to kill them. Like, all of this stuff, right? She's aggressive. Yeah, he makes it sound like they only have 24 hours to go pick her up when the adoption agency um, calls them, which was a huge red flag to me. Number one, because he says they had 24 hours Like I said, Christine has this business she's running out of their house where families are paying them to take care of their kids whenever they got to go to work or whatever they're doing, right? Uh So you're telling me... In 24 hours notice. Post 9-11, you've purchased all these plane tickets, notified all these families like, hey, we're going to be gone for a week because we're going down to Florida to pick up our new adoptive daughter. Um, I forget what city they were in. Yeah, something up north yeah you know like so that first threw me off right off of the gate when he started (laughs) saying i was like there's no way you know what i mean like i just didn't believe it so i didn't believe any of that stuff (laughs) i didn't i mean the entire time and and to be honest with you like it was funny because Faust doesn't normally react like this when we're watching a documentary series but he was like no no he didn't he didn't sleep he actually out loud was speaking to the tv and he just kept calling him an asshole and he could not stand him michael yeah yeah he he just just thought he was a piece of shit what we are shown during the entire series like in ohio i think so somewhere yeah it was like ohio or something it was was up north depressed or was it texas no i don't think it was texas i want to say it was like ohio or something yeah look it up um i might have it in my notes somewhere here but so during the series they have these home videos that they've been shooting so they're and I don't know if there's any videos that exist of Natalia where there's like positive stuff, but we're only seeing these negative videos that are weird because both Michael and Christine are recording these so-called confessions of Natalia, like where there's this bizarre treatment. And to me, it looked like abuse. That's how I saw it because they're uh, conditioning her Indiana, no, Indiana. Is it Indiana? Okay. I knew I knew it was like up that way, Midwest, like right, yeah. north, you know? Because they kind of accuse Natalia on these videos of lying, but I was like kind of sitting there thinking, how long have they been badgering her to so-called, and I quote, tell them the truth about who she is well, and where she's what, come from? That's what we see a few Videos in that Christine is totally abusive to oh, this poor kid. Yeah, she's making her stick her face so in the wall like, for hours. Was she just psychotic, Christine? I think it's both like, of them. Thinking that, oh, there's some big backstory we don't know about you, or like you're trying to scam us, or what? I don't understand. I don't I think still so. don't understand after watching it all. Like, what was the, what was going on? And we probably won't. <laughs> 
exactly know what Michael and Christine's motives were because right, well, um, they're lying. I mean, Christine wasn't even in the movie. No, the she documentary. Nope, we don't see any interviews with so her then, or anything like that. Naturally, she's the criminal mastermind yeah. because she's not there to say anything. Yeah, I don't think she's a great person. Oh, let no. me just say that, but <laughs> for sure. But yeah, I don't believe. Michael Barnett, he's just super disingenuous. He rubbed me the wrong way. I don't I, know. Yeah, I couldn't stand him the entire time, all six episodes. I just thought he was all a piece of shit. All these fucking weird crying jags. And then the whole falling on the floor. Like, it just seems so made up. No, I think I think he's being fake. I think he's acting um, for the whole thing because he's got to sell this story now because they've gotten in trouble, right? right? Yeah. So I know, like, when the first family who adopted in Natalia, which is never cleared up in the documentary, right? But no. several of the families that they tried to pawn her off, yes, on, are interviewed, on and right. they have like made little people. Mm-hmm, they make several comments that um, Christine and Michael had to lie to get Natalia, but. We never understand exactly what those lies are. So I don't know what their true motives were for adopting her. It's not clear to me. I don't know if they thought that there was going to be some sort of money that came out of the adoption somewhere or like what was going on. Uh Or maybe it was like completely benign. They were looking to adopt another child. They wanted a girl because they had three boys. I have no idea. Right. We don't know. No. But they're clearly both shitheads. (laughs) Who abused her. Right. And, the, you know, 100%. the the evidence comes out to me that actually demonstrates that she is six years old when they adopted her based off of the birth certificate. And that's because of the information that they got, like DNA. They actually talked to her the biological mom, right. mother. Her family confirmed, no, it she was. getting all confusing. Though. Yeah. Like, like, because Michael, which, of course, they're allowing him to narrate the entire thing, is making up all these bullshit stories throughout the entire thing. Like, he says that they bring in this Ukrainian person. He's fluent in the language, but Natalia can't understand any of it, which I don't, there's no evidence to support that. So, you know, I was but like. But even so, if you are like a baby. You're not going to remember that? Yeah. Well, and who knows what the educational programs were in the orphanage that she was at originally, if anything. Because she could have been, it sounded to me like she was being neglected there anyways. Right. So here's this child, right? It gets thrown in the orphanage because her mother cannot afford her, right? That was Mm -hmm. clear during the interviews. And so it sounds to me like she was getting neglected there. She goes and gets adopted by this first family who looked like they were making some medical surgeries and stuff to help her, but then start offloading her. Right. After a year of having her. Right. So that's already sending you a message that I'm not wanted. Right. You already have trauma. Yeah. Yeah. And now, so then this other family adopts you. And And they're lunatics. The looks of it immediately start abusing her. I mean, like, I don't know how to explain it. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, it was just so (laughs) weird. And, like, they they practically, like, interrogate her like she's a spy or something. Oh, yeah. Like, why? And you know what it reminded me of was course of control. Like, that yeah. sort of, like, drilling. You did drilling. it. You did it. Yeah. You did it. You okay, need to tell me. It. Yeah, and eventually, because, oh, right. and then, like, oh, she tried to poison them. Huh, how does that sound like? <laughs> well, you know, like, they were, 
literally on the recordings making threats to her. If you don't tell me what I want to hear, you're not going to eat tonight. Or you're going to go to your room and you're going to stay there by yourself. You know, like that kind of stuff. That's a kid you're talking to. Right. Of course, they're going to eventually be like, yeah, I did it. Or yeah, I had my period. So I didn't believe any of the shit that they were peddling on there. But like, why are they doing it though? I don't know. I uh, Again, I have no clue exactly what the motives are other than to say like maybe Natalia they realized how overwhelming her situation was with her disorder or something like right out of the gate yeah I, mean, I don't granted, know granted it's their story and it didn't it was super choppy and not like linear per se yeah I mean like they're saying that they're reaching back out to the adoption center again I don't even know if that's true. But then Michael goes on to say, like, well, we took her to multiple therapists because, like, they... She didn't grow for four years. Yeah, she didn't... I'm like, well, she has dwarfism. What do you think? And it's gonna, it's gonna, you know, be different for each person because all of our biology is different. So exactly. we don't know how it's gonna present, right? right? So, you know, he, he's like, oh, we took her to multiple therapists to try to figure out because she's having all these behavior problems. She would constantly pee and poop herself. I'm like, yeah, she's peeing. Because you have her sitting at a wall all for day. For hours. Or stuck in her bedroom. Right. He didn't say that part, though. No. We found that out, like, or episode sitting 30. out on her on their deck in the middle of the night. Yeah, of course she was peeing and pooping herself. What else is a kid going to do when they're right. getting abused? That's what you do. Exactly. That's your body's stressful right. way exactly. of dealing with dealing. that. Yeah. So he's like, oh, we took her. And we finally found a therapist that diagnosed her as a sociopath. <laughs> so they just shopped So around. you shopped around is what you're telling me until you heard a doctor that agreed to tell you what you wanted to hear. But then they also got her re-aged. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean... Which, what? (laughs) So... That's what I'm saying. Like, this whole thing is so crazy because what is the point? I don't get... I still, to this day, don't get the point. Like, it wasn't as cool as you thought having a little dwarf baby. So then you were like, bing, you're grown up. Get out. Like... Yeah, I don't... I don't know. Again, I can't, I have no idea what their motives were or why they ended up treating Natalia the way that they did. I mean, we find out that, um, and I'm not going to place just the blame on Christine because Michael's doing that, but I think they both allowed it to happen, but they allowed the other kids to abuse her. There's at one point where Jacob supposedly had picked her up and dropped her, you know what I mean? So like, that's where I'm like, no, both of you parents are involved in this and who knows what sort of problems the boys are going to have from exactly. this because they're going to be traumatized as well from well, all of this. parents are fucked up anyway. Oh, yeah. They're both pieces of shits because they're like accusing her of doing all this stuff. And, and you know, like, I don't know if the knife incident happened where she showed up in the middle of the night holding it. She could have, but you guys are abusing the shit out of right, her. Right, but so, I think that she kind of got brainwashed to say that. Oh, she did? She was being coached the entire time. I don't think that that really happened. No, she's been coached the entire time because she's being abused. And then, you know, they had the creamery situation where supposedly Natalia was trying to drag her to the electric fence. Right. Okay, this girl who's like, what, three feet? And like not even that at all. Forty pounds. Yeah. She's dragging the mom to the electric fence. Supposedly. Oh bullshit. Yeah. Which that's when you first start going, something's not right with this family. <laughs> you know, like the way they set it up, it's like, I don't believe this. No. This is too this is not right. And what we find towards the end of the series, some um witnesses that had actually uh, come up on the scene later. And then of course there's a forensic interview that happens too. Um Natalia said 
you know, that's not what happened. Uh, my shoes don't fit me good. And my feet hurt. My feet were hurting and they started bleeding. So I sat down because I said I couldn't go any further. Which she was like, get up. Christine flips out on her and they start like having this interaction, right? And Christine's getting pissed and she's like, you're not going to ruin my son's birthday, like all this other stuff. But they end up having law enforcement show up and they take Natalia and put her in the hospital, That, but then transfer her to state mental hospital right and then there's like all of these uh staff that come on there supposedly over the phone to talk about her stay which i was like hipaa violation none of you motherfuckers should be on there and they're calling them anonymous even though they're putting names on which i was like what the fuck you know what i mean (laughs) all of that i was like there's so many violations here right now like all this entire stay hospital should be investigated and every staff member should be looked at because i was like i that threw me for a loop too. I was like, I don't. But wouldn't understand you be anymore. like, this person's being abused? Obviously, no. I I would no. hope. You know what? She's actually twenty two. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know what was cool though? So during the oh series, they bring in Beth Cara, who's I like her. She's been on different crime series that I watched or shows because she's really well known in the true crime um, industry because she worked as a prosecutor for a long time. And now I think she's kind of oh, retired. The lady in the, that was kind of talking about the legal part. Yes, that, that was like the legal expert because expert, uh-huh. she kind of functions as a consultant for a lot of different cases and stuff. Uh-huh. So I really um, appreciated her insight into like what was going on because she was like there's so many red flags with these parents here you know and you can't really believe a lot of what's coming out of michael's mouth i i didn't believe any of it so let's just say let's say she is 22 or whatever the fuck she gets reaged to be yeah we know she is let's just say she is so your kid is 22 but can't take care of themselves you're just gonna fucking kick them out of your house that's what they did i know but what no like no (laughs) yeah so like they want to get rid of her but why i don't don't understand i have no idea but they convinced the doctor to sign off on documentation to say that she was older yes that she was 22 we're gonna add some years on she's really like 17 plus five years which if you do that in that state then they're an adult they're an adult, but and you don't have to support them. Correct, because she was disabled, so that gets around the law. So I think that was. So their did purpose. they pay that guy off? The doctor. I don't know, but I think he needs to be investigated. At the very least, that doctor needs to be investigated, and and he was like, "Oh, I don't really remember this." I think his license needs to be taken away from him. It was just that very, was the other thing. I was so confused. Yeah, I. So they basically put her in the shitty apartment. Having no idea how to, t- you know, she's a kid. So, mm-hmm. like, giving a kid their own apartment away from the family far away with no way to get around. So, I think she was like nine or 10, right? After they re age her and put her in this apartment by herself. So, they rented out this apartment, put her in there. I think she might have been 12, something in actuality, like a kid, but supposedly total 22. child oh, for sure. They buy her groceries and oh no, they say, like, you can use your snap card at this place. Yeah. Like- I mean, they did get the snack card. They give her groceries to start out at the beginning, and then she's got to pull them all into the house. And they paid for her apartment. Yep. Yeah. So fucking bizarre, dude. Yeah, and just left her there. Of course, uh, we understand that Christine doesn't come there very often. The mom, but. 
Papa yeah. comes there quite a bit. Papa. Michael, Sweet the piece Papa. of shit, is continuing to record her and is basically saying, I didn't see you walking out there because she he was like, where were you at? And, you know, in these recordings and stuff. And she was like, well, I was walking, I was doing this. And he's like, I didn't see you, you know. And he's like interrogating her the entire time in this video. Not at all how you would imagine your family visiting you would be. No. I'd be like, you know what? I'm good. Yeah. Just give me some money in my bank account. You don't have to come here. (laughs) Don't visit me. I know. But she's a kid. kid. She's a kid, right? Right. So, But then they further muddy the waters by having the neighbors say how weird she is. Because she's a kid. Yeah, that's what I was like getting ready to go into. So, of course, so I've established, right, history here. Orphanage, uh, first family, one year. They get rid of her. Yep. She gets abused by a second family, the Barnetts, Michael and Christine, piece of shit parents, um, constantly. Then they re-age her so that they don't have to deal with her anymore. Put her in this apartment. She's a kid. So... She doesn't know how to take she, care of No. Herself. She has no idea. Like, the neighbors are talking about how she smelled constantly. So she's not bathing herself. You know, there's no hygiene going on Water here. Clothes. Nope. She can't wash she her clothes. She wears the same clothes. Over and over again, like, right? It's, tr- it's really sad. Yes. I mean, so they were talking about how she would just come in. Uh, like a kid. Like a kid. Kids do that. Kids do do that. I mean, I don't know how many times when we lived at our previous house, the neighbors don't really come out. And I don't think they have any kids around here in this area. So they don't come crashing through the door. But our previous house that we lived in, the neighbors would come over all the time. So, and we had to tell them. We were like, right. hey, you can't you just, can't come, just in. come in. Right. Like, you got to ring the doorbell or knock. You know, Boundaries. like this is our house. That's yeah. not appropriate. So we had to correct them. She was doing the same behavior. She was right. just walking in, like, like getting what food. What you got to eat? Yeah, like, like that, every kid. Like a kid. So of course they were making it sound like it was really awkward and weird. Oh, she was weird. Because they and she wanted to hang out with the kids. You know why? Because she was a fucking kid. Yeah. <laughs> they made it seem like she was like trying to do something with them. Yeah, and I was like, uh, no, she's a child. But you know they're being told, and she is relaying that same messaging that Michael and Kristen. Have right, told her to say, "I'm 22." Oh, by the way, I tried to kill my parents right, with I knives. Tried to poison them. Yeah, which is all shit that Christine had her saying. You know, so you know. But what about the time when she was out with that kid and supposedly like unzipped his pants? I, you know, I don't know. Like you said, it was random and weird. It was random. Maybe it did happen, but we have to remember she's now pubescent. So she's starting to get into her hormones, right? Like, she's going to go through puberty and everything. Well, we don't know what happened to her by herself. We don't know. I mean, we really don't. We don't. Because there's so many, you know, like... It's hodgepodge and lies. That's what it should have been called. Tons of lies, (laughs) right? I mean, and, you know, like, to the neighbors, to go in their defense, they think she's an adult. So they're seeing this behavior as as weird. Yeah. But she's really a kid. Right. So, you know, I I was really upset, of course, by that, too, because (laughs) I was like, I get it. They don't know. But I also think some of them probably kind of turned a blind eye a little bit, you know, on what was happening Mm. there. Because you could clearly see some of them were uncomfortable. Yeah. So what ends up happening, of course, is she gets kicked out of that apartment. They don't want to renew the lease. Yep. So then they were to even a shittier place. Which was funny. I had a conversation with my spouse about this, right? So they decide to put her an hour away from them. In a community that's kind of impoverished, mm-hmm. right? Thinking that nobody is going to pay attention to her. And I was like, that's ass backwards because 
when you are in a community where there is increased crime and stuff happening, she's like, what do you do? You pay attention to that shit, right? When new people come and move in, you want to know what's happening on your block at that point because you've got to be more aware, right? Instead of the first. Well, they were stupid, dude. Oh, no. They They were just fucking. Again, they're both pieces of shit. But they were moving to Canada at this point. Oh, yeah. They were abandoning her. They wanted to set her up because supposedly Jacob was going to go study his master's there. I actually think they understood that they could get into some trouble with what was happening with her and decided to go and everybody moved to Canada. Yes. Because they end up... Yep, so they end speak. up abandoning her there. I mean, she had no phone. They weren't right. checking. The apartment was on the second floor with yeah. no, like, handicap access, so she couldn't get in the cupboard. Because, again, she's disabled. Right. She's got dwarfism. Nope. She could have, like, hurt herself falling down the cement stairs mm-hmm. out front. Yeah. Yeah. One of the neighbors who, God bless her soul, I loved her, was like, something's wrong here, starts calling authorities to yeah, look into it finally yeah and of course at that point too um i mean it's another family yeah that takes she's her in. been going to the community center where she's studying for her ged I, it wasn't even clear to me like if she had even gone through school. elementary school or anything right? it didn't yeah. seem like they were doing that with yeah. her so i was like okay that of all the bizarre stuff that was going on. You know what I mean? It was just like, what the fuck on that part, There too. was many unanswered questions. That is for sure. Yeah. She meets um, Cynthia, I believe was her name. Take her in. They take her in. And they start actually, her and her husband start taking care of her. Right. So she's actually like feeding her. Money. Yes. like uh, Feeding her like a person. Like a, one of their kids. Problem. All right. And so that at that point, um, because they switched over her social security, uh, social security over to them and stuff so that they can continue to provide for her, which it was going to Michael. Also fucking red flag on that point, because I'm like, why are you getting her? You're not fucking taking care of her, you piece of shit. (laughs) Yeah. So I was like, whatever, Michael. I, I mean, the entire time I was like, okay, I don't believe anything that's coming out of your mouth right now. You keep crying these crocodile tears. I don't believe that shit Having either. like a total meltdown like a toddler. Oh, God. Oh, my God. So Indiana State Police start investigating the whole thing. This is in 2019. Because they... Now, have he have they broken up at this point? Yeah. They had actually... And then guess what, you guys? It's all Christine. Yeah. <laughs> Who knew? Yeah, so and apparently... he had been scared of Christine. Yeah. Because... She was the mastermind. Mm-hmm, the he evil villain. He could no because he was being abused too. <laughs> oh, my God. I was just like, done. I'm done. Yeah, so I guess in 2014 they had split up. I don't know when their divorce became official. I can't remember. And I'm not sure if they mentioned it in the documentary. But according to Michael... Uh, he says... Which, whatever. Because they were still hooking up, him and Christine, even though they had separated. Uh, Christine said that he could get some more punani if he would sign the kids over to her. This is Michael's story. So he gives her full custody of the other two boys. Um, at this point, Jacob is kind of like finishing his master's degree and entering adulthood and is able to go out on his own. Meanwhile, of course, Natalia is like, Still stateside. She's living with this family. All this chaos is going on. State police in Indiana, of course, are investigating it. 
And they start reaching out to Michael, who has come back to the States now and is living back in Indiana, and they start questioning him. So as you have pointed out, he starts pointing a finger at Christine Mm -hmm. and is like, Christine abused the shit out of Natalia the whole time. And I would be at work all day and come home and find like XYZ had happened. They got divorced in 2014. As if he uh, didn't have a clue what was going on in the house, which I don't believe any of that shit. So Right. But it was just. And then we see like uh, Christine's basically portrayed as a whore. Oh, yeah. Having (laughs) all these extracurricular sexual sex capades with people. He gets her Facebook messenger. messenger Yeah, they have a he called it a communal phone that they shared so like everything was going up into the cloud like so they're no longer together but she was taking sexual explicit yeah. pictures of herself yeah i don't know who she was sending them to it doesn't matter but then we find out like she had reached out to this famous dwarf guy who yeah I heard of that seemed kind of creepy talking about his sexual prowess as <laughs> he's, he's talking Ew. about his big penis <laughs> And then how she was, like, trying to set him up with Natalia. So what do you think that whole thing was? Like, when they he said something about Michael, they wouldn't show it in the documentary, and then he got fucking pissed. So what do you yeah. think he was saying? So here's what I read on, on the line, okay? <laughs> okay, everyone. Here we go. Apparently, what... They, like, pimping out Natalia. Well, what they're accusing Michael of is having sex with Natalia. So they're saying... That he was abusing her. I, I don't it. know. I mean, it was. But why didn't she say that, though? Natalia? Who? I don't know. So here's the other thing about this. Too. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> because we don't ever actually hear from Natalia directly during this six part series. But what I understand is Only going just her getting recordings by other people. Yeah. Or interviewed from by other yeah. people. But from what I understand, they are getting ready to release Natalia's version of what happened right, in July. Part two, everyone. Yes. Part two. Yeah. So I'm interested to hear what Natalia has to say about everything. Anyway, it, he was disgusting. They were disgusting. And anyone who turns over their adopted kid, what is wrong with you? Yeah. I, I didn't even know that was a thing, but that's a fucking thing. I have a huge problem with that. You it, don't even do that to a dog. No. Uh, of course, Michael and Christine, you've heard what I've called them already, a piece of shit. So, But I also think that the doctor needs to be investigated who signed off on the oh, paperwork. so much fucking weird. Number three, the judge who approved that court order also needs to be looked to at. To re-age her? Yes. Yeah. The whole thing is just so weird. It's fucked up because you allowed a little kid <laughs> to be abandoned. Yeah. And left to live on her own. (laughs) You know what I mean? This is so troubling. And then, of course, once the state got all of their evidence together and charged both Christine and Michael, right, that judge makes the decision that they cannot include her actual age. They can't even bring up supposedly age or call her a child. They have to call her a person essentially during the trial, which is what all of this fucking hinges on. Right. Is whether or not she was neglected as a kid or a disabled person. Yes, correct. So they have to go by her legal, and I quote, birth year. So Michael, spoiler, he's found not guilty. 
Which he's what? acquitted. Yes. And then they don't pursue anything against that bitch. No. What? Yeah. But look though, here's here's my problem with that. And I I actually was like when I read that they had decided not to proceed forward with her case. At first I got mad, but then I was like, here's uh, here's the strategy I think that they're trying to do. So they, Michael was the test run, right? Um, and it didn't work. And it didn't work so because they like, couldn't actually oh, well. use Natalia's actual age. They had to use what was legally documented, which was this bullshit age that the judge had signed off on. Right. Right. And she's even asked like when you were born during the trial and she has to say 1989, which is completely incorrect. It's not her actual birth year. Yeah, it's 2003. So the jurors don't know that whole fact until after the trial has concluded. And then once they find out, they're like, oh, shit, because they didn't find Michael credible. But all they have to go on is this fact that she was 1989, you know what I mean, in the law for the state. So why not charge the lawyer? So here's what I think they're trying to do is I think because Michael was their star witness. He's a piece of shit. We all know he's lying, right, for about most of it. They might not have enough evidence to demonstrate a that Michael's going to be a good character witness because he's a piece of shit and not reliable, right? Uh, And so most of it is his word about what Christine was doing. So there might not be enough for them to be like, to convince a jury beyond a reasonable doubt that Christine is the main villain. So in that case, right, what I would do as a prosecutor, because they have complete discretion, I would decide to wait on this. Because you don't want to have double jeopardy. Because once you try her, you can't do it again. If she gets quitted. Yeah. So I, at this point, would just decide to not move forward with her trial until we can get more evidence and then make a decision about how you want to go with it. So, Very uh, disappointing and unsatisfying. Yeah. I, I mean. I can't wait for her part, though. Now I'm excited. Yeah. I was very disturbed when I watched this entire thing because... Like I said, when I first seen Michael, like just explosions of red flag. He's not a good person. Right. Something is (laughs) off. Yeah. Sure. And I was like, okay, this is because I had told you I seen an article last year about them being charged, but it wasn't clear to me what was going on. And the details of the case were kind of strange, like because they were saying she was 22, 13. But yeah, but they had adopted her when she was six. And I was like, but what? But she really wasn't. Yeah, yeah look, it was just, just sounded crazy. It's crazy. I mean, it's totally worth watching, but it's fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, We would be curious if you watch it, like what your what perspective. You, what you get out of it. Is on it. Uh, I think Christina and Michael, again, are pieces of shit. I think they abandoned this child that they adopted. I don't know what their motives were from the beginning, but they immediately started abusing her. And I think they allowed the kids to do it and, and maybe gave them instructions to abuse her as well. So I don't know what Natalia endured for that five years as she yeah. was with them until they abandoned her. And then she was on her own for a period of time, which was also awful because that had to have been at least over a year where she was living in these apartments yeah, yeah, on her she, own. She had that one apartment for a year and then I don't know how long she was in that other one. Yeah, she it's not clear. That took care of her. Yeah. But at least it has like a somewhat happy ending because she's found like a family that actually loves her and like supports mm-hmm. her. So, that's so I think she's been like living with them one. for now like five years or so and they say she's doing really good. She's thriving. So, yeah, imagine that when people actually like love and support you. Yeah. Oh, that's so weird. And during the documentary, they try to make that family sound like shit. Michael does, which they're not. They actually stepped up and did what 
they were supposed to be doing all along, which was taking care of Natalia till she could, you know, at least become an adult. Uh, I don't know if she's still living with them at this point, but they are still helping her because um, they show up to court with her. You know, they assist her in any way that they can. So, yeah, this this case is very interesting. Disturbing. Supposedly, they're going to release Natalia's version I think in sometime in July, I haven't seen an exact date. So I'm waiting for that to come out. Part two. But yeah, we'll do a second episode to cover because her version. Because loves company. That's right. <laughs> yeah, it's very disturbing. And I'm saddened at this point, you know, of course, that Christine and Michael have not been held accountable for their part in this. But like I said, I also think there's other parties involved that for need sure. to be with that. Agree. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. Enjoy. That's... <laughs> That's the curious case of Natalia Grace. Natalia Grace. Um, I, you know, if if you got a weekend, you want to binge something, a documentary, this would probably be a good one to check out. Because uh, it's fucking crazy. I think it's first weekend that it debuted. It had almost 11 million views. So wow, people are watching right. it and discussing it. Uh, I've seen some people on social media where they were like defending the Barnetts. I've seen some people that were on Natalia's side. I am one of those people just based yeah. off of the information that I Me saw too. in the documentary. I think she was severely mistreated and I hope she's able to go to therapy and move on. Yeah, it seems like this. she's doing good though. So that's yeah, good I that's. The way it looks. Barnett's yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like kind of worried about the two boys that are still with Christine. You know, like what is she putting them through? I don't know. Yeah, so not good. Yeah. I think she's she's still in Canada, yeah, I believe. She is. So well, Christine. Enjoy your poutine. No. I don't want you to have any <laughs> I hope poutine. You choke on that poutine. Yeah. I hope you get a cheese curd. And a beaver tail. <laughs> <laughs> now they're delicious food. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well. That's it for this one. That wraps that up. Do you have any uh, PSAs? I do, I do not. White Gladys chocolate ice cream. Get and, out there and enjoy the sun, everyone, because uh, the year's half over. Holy that's shit. true. I know. Right? We are just running. The clock is just out of control. We're almost into 4th of July, which is crazy to me. So sure we had some people already setting off fireworks. Thanks. <laughs> and the fireworks. Is like what White Gladys says. I know. Don't scare the animals. Come on. Yeah, Jesus. they don't like all that stuff. I don't either. It's freaking annoying. What a waste of money. Ooh. Man, on Fourth of July night, we cannot sleep over here in this neighborhood because it's, it's like just popping. Beirut. Yeah, it's bad. So annoying. Hate mm-hmm. it. Boo. Yeah, Amen. three o'clock in the morning, they're like, boom, boom, boom. I'm like, go to bed. Freedom! <laughs> America! <laughs> oh, God. So, anyways, uh, yeah, we will catch you on the next episode. Um, yeah. Hope you enjoyed our ranty one. We love everyone. <laughs> Bye, benches. Bye.